Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, where you could uh, seek gainful employment. That's Mike, right. Mike is really looking for employee, uh, employees, and it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun to work in a hardware store, and you're going to get well paid. Well, you get great hours and whatever. I can you, tell you from experience, Mike is a good boss. Yes, yeah. he is. You could get more hours, Joe. You, you know, you're looking for something to do after the show. Brings you <laughs> Garage Logic Podcast number. 649, July 2nd, 2021. It was 99 degrees on this day in 2012. And uh, as chilly as 49 degrees in 1924, this excellent summer of swimming continues. I hope your beach has been kept free of weeds and algae and muck and crud using the products from Aquaside, a White Bear Lake company. These products work quickly. They're registered with the EPA and DNR. They're safe and uh, there's no need to let weeds overtake your swimming area. Call Aquaside today. They'll identify your problem and make sure you get the right products, and that way your place will look good all summer long. Call them at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, um, Joe a, Just a quick question to begin before I call LD. Yeah. Rook, will you humor me? Yeah. Joe gets a job at uh, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden yep. Stores. And he's, your, together. Uh, he's your greeter at the front. <laughs> yep. Please walk us through how that interaction would be with um, fellow uh, uh, people that would walk into the store. Uh, with his red vest on and his, <laughs> his name tag that says Joe, um, he would see people come in. The bell rings. You know, The, the door opens, the bell rings. Yep. And he would, uh, he'd give him the up nod and say, hey. And that that would be basically it, unless he's prompted. Where's the paint? And he would just go like he would. He wouldn't tell me. He would just point yep. right there. There's, why waste? Why waste energy? Right there's right there. I got a paint aisle right here. You want paint? There it is. And then when somebody whips out their debit card, he would say, "I don't do that. I'm just doing cash. I pay, you pay cash? me in cash if I'm running the cash register, or you ain't getting any service. Exactly. Because I don't know how to work the plastic. Every time I pay with the plastic, we got a TV. Yep. Two weeks ago, color at Best Buy, and uh, I handed the guy the, the credit card. There you go, transaction done. Complete. Oh no, he said no. You don't give it to me. You put it in the machine. Oh, right I had to have a little help. I had yeah. to have help. You know? <laughs> what does it do? How do it? How do I do how this? How do it work? Are you a member of what? I'm just gonna say, right, Lake Detective coming yes, up. Yes, it's Friday. Don't before the Fourth of July, and I I know people have a lot of expectations of me being crazy. <laughs> No, you're not but, going to be. But I'm not going to be. I don't even remember going to bed last night, so yeah. I'm a little. I'm playing a little hurt today. Mm-hmm. So don't expect a lot of. I'm not. I can't carry the show today. Yeah. Okay. Lake <laughs> <laughs> Detective. Hi, LD. Hey, good good day, Joe. Are you out on assignment? Man, you know what? We're we're kind of laying low today. Okay. The lakes are starting to heat up. It's the old there's action in the old pea patch today. That, that's that's right. Uh, <laughs> the St. Paul paper has uh, been enthralled with the story of a 1989 uh, or 1990 Pontiac station wagon found in a lake in Woodbury, 
and there were high suspicions that uh, you might have been the one out there on a case that jammed your oar onto the thing and looked down and said, hey, there's a car. But that wasn't you. Is that correct? That's, that's right. That was not me. We've been on Colby Lake. We were not in that area. But I've found some cars in lakes before, so they're out there. Didn't you find a railroad car once? You know what? I was looking for one because there's a lot of folklore about, you know, the sunken railroad locomotive up in Gull Lake. That's where a right. logging train That's went right. off the tracks. Yep. They never they never found it. I know but, where there's a car in White Bear Lake. Yeah. <laughs> we found a, an A we found an old model A frame in Keller Lake over in um, in Apple Valley. So really? they're, out, they're out there. Well, people used to just use lakes as disposal areas. <laughs> that, right. That's, that's right. My, in fact, that that's was, what my that was people a did. Wasn't that long ago? Keller Lake was out in the country. Yeah. You guys, that's a phrase uh, among my uh, elders. Just drag it out on the ice. It'll be gone forever. <laughs> well, and, and yep. VFWs and that, uh, that sort used to put a car on the ice and then run a contest, guess when the <laughs> car will disappear. Who's going to break through the ice? March 11th. Right? Yeah. That's the one that's in White Bear, about a 1950 Chevrolet. <laughs> later on, they started chaining them so they'd pull them in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, because you were ruining the earth, I think back then. <laughs> yeah, good habitat, but yeah, right. Not well, artificial. artificial. Well, we just wanted to touch with you briefly, and you're uh, you're at the peak of your summer season now. You have to cheer, uh, turn your uh, pistol in with the local authorities when you're on a case, because you are the detective. But you say the lakes are heating up. Great swimming weather, I guess. Oh man, they are. They're around eighty degrees right now at the surface, mm-hmm. and that's comfortable. Not yeah. too hot, not too cold. That is perfect. Uh, what's next on your agenda? Where are you going to go solve a problem? We are probably. Well, you know what? We were just on White Bear yesterday. Really? What a, what a pretty lake yesterday! And we're out there with a with a local resident, Mike Pronto. Who I know Mike very guide. well. I know Mike's a friend of mine. <laughs> he is quite a character. You know, last year he water skied. 150 days in a row. Really? Wow. I did not know that. He's not, he's not a spring chicken either. He's no. over, he's, he's, he's in the 70s at least. Well, what case were you on on White Bear? We're tracking Eurasian water milfoil. I see. Right. And we're on this one shoreline right off Lake Street. Right. And all of a sudden it just dropped right off. I go, wow, what a drop off. He goes, well, you know, they dredged this in the 1890s. Well, I didn't and know that's that. And that's why there's a... For the steamboat, for so the steamboat could go from the railroad station out to a Manitou Island. That's right. And mm. and all the, he said also, by the way, the dredger blew up one day. Oh boy! And there is still coal. You can, if you if you kind of scratch the surface out there, out there, you can still find some coal particles from the old boiler. Oh boy! That's amazing. <laughs> you never know what you're going to find. No, you don't. And you White don't. Bear Lake is still pretty healthy, isn't it? It's Clear Lake. Oh. It is unbelievable. It's it's clear. It has all these little ins and outs. You got coves that are full of plants in one cove and the next cove. You know, you never know what you're going to find. It's a it's a nice big, healthy lake. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday and Sunday this weekend, you'll be able to walk across the lake on boats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is the this is the weekend that we sit back. And, I would uh, are, are off the lake. Yeah, and we'll be back out there next week. We're out we're out on some lakes. It's been it's been fun. Ld pretty good shape. LD, thank you very much and have a happy 4th. Thank you. Likewise, happy 4th to, to, to y'all. And uh, book us, uh, pencil us in, you have to make a state fair appearance. 
Oh, that would be a highlight of, for me for the whole year. All guys. right. Thank you, LD. I'm ready. See you, bro. Thank you. Steve McComas, yep. Blue Water Science. Why do I, this music plays, I want Goldie Hawn to come out and dance. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, quick question. Uh, you were mentioning Aquaside earlier, obviously. Dave uh, sent us an email. I don't know if you got this one, Joel, regarding Aquaside. He is wondering, will Aquaside work on politicians getting rid of weeds, algae, and muck? <laughs> if so, here's my credit card. That's right. <laughs> get the muck And out. you get this, Dave. There we go. I knew about this case. Kenny knew about this case. I don't know why it took so long for the Star Tribune to acknowledge it. A Hennepin County judge on Thursday ordered Minneapolis to keep the number of police officers at a level required in the city charter, saying that Mayor Jacob Fry and the city council failed to perform an official duty clearly imposed by law. This, was a, this has been driven by former council member Don Samuels. In other words, while the children have been frolicking for the last year, pouting and crying and hectoring to get rid of the police, there were adults who went about this and said, no, the crime is too bad. We need more police. The ruling was a victory for eight activists. Let me stop right there. Why do uh, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens who merely wish to see the law performed as intended be called activists? Yeah, no kidding. They're not activists. They're citizens saying, where's our police department? I think what you're suggesting, is activists getting added to the list of foghornable words? Not yet. Okay. The ruling was a victory for eight, I'm not going to say activists, for eight citizens who sued the city last year, citing high levels of crime, especially in poor and minority neighborhoods. Fry and the council shall immediately take any and all necessary action to make sure they fund a police force of at least 0.0017 employees per resident as called for in the city charter, according to the ruling issued by Jamie L. Anderson. That would either be 730.33 officer jobs or the number would equal 0.0017 of the city's 2020 census population when that figure is published later this year, whichever is higher. This is fantastic news, and I wonder what it does to the ballot question. You've got a a ballot question driven by the idea that it won't even be called a police department, and there's no mention in the ballot question of fulfilling, well, I suppose what the answer, I'm going to answer my own question. You would replace this charter law with a new one. With a new one, mm-hmm. danger. Represented by the Upper Midwest Law Center and the Center for the American Experiment, the Minneapolis Eight. See, see, they're given they're, the Minneapolis Eight like they're a, the Crips <laughs> or the Bloods. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Star Tribune, you're really showing your colors here. The Minneapolis Eight sued the city last August over what they said were inadequate police staffing levels. Sandra Samuels, one of the petitioners, along with her husband, former city council member Don, said she had no doubts back then that they would win. I'm excited in the court of law that they said, yes, the city of Minneapolis needs to abide by the charter that governs the city, the North Minneapolis resident said Thursday. To have our county say, you're right, it feels like the people won. The other petitioners were Kathy Spann, Amy Lundberg, Jonathan Lundberg, Julie Oden, 
Ottawa Pew and Georgiana Yanto. The ruling thank you. Co- yes, thank you to you people. The ruling comes as the embattled police department faces efforts to change its structure and funding. No. <laughs> no, you, you can't do that. You need police. As of April 10 this year, there were 743 police officers in the city, 92 of them on leave for at least 78 hours or more during that pay period. The police department had projected by June 1st of this year it would have 690 sworn officers on payroll and 46 on long-term leaves. But the department has projected that there will be just 649 officers on the force by January 2022, less than the number called for by the lawsuit and the judge's ruling. Mm. By the end of January 2023, that projected number would be 721. The court also found that the city must be more proactive with calculating the proper number of coppers I, I, that's my word. It needs to employ what? Proactive. Oh, proactive. proactive. To employ uh, to the census number. For the ruling, the court decided to use 2019 census numbers, which is 429,606 people in Minneapolis. Uh, if the city is not proactive, don't foghorn it again. Okay. If the city is not proactive and anticipating what will be required of it in coming years, it will constantly be behind, constantly underperforming, and as a result, understaffing the police force, Anderson, the judge, wrote. The city argued in court that the charter demands it use the latest decennial federal census, and that number of positions should be at 650.38. The petitioners testified that the lack of officers was connected to an increase in crime that has affected their daily lives. One family's house was shot twice with a bullet lodging near the window of a child. Another petitioner said she was going to homes to provide comfort to families who had lost children and that the pain for them and her had become unbearable. Samuel said the recent legal action doesn't conflict with the Black Lives Matter movement, which has been calling for police accountability and reform. Uh, This isn't about having more police officers, she said. We want a sufficient level of police officers and in accordance with the city (laughs) charter. We demand sufficient staffing levels so that 83% of the shooting victims in Minneapolis are not black. Samuel said she sees the ruling as a victory for the three children who were shot, two of them fatally in North Minneapolis in April and May. Here's her concluding quote from a reasonable adult citizen. If there were more police, they would still be alive, she said. Mm. And we're only learning about this today. That's been going on for a year. Yeah. It's been going on for a year, and they win. Now, I don't know how that will affect the ballot question. Oh, it has to wipe it out. It does not. The ballot question, I just looked up, uh, the wording amends the charter. Right. Oh. To to change the wording of how many police officers are needed. So, oh, okay. And these Mysterians will do everything in their power oh. to undermine the police. Oh, of course. So, yeah. So there's still a chance that these ne'er do wells could win. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh. It depends how how efficiently the citizens of Minneapolis will wake up to understand yeah. what's happening to their city. Yeah. I, I can't help but believe uh, the likes of the people who confronted uh, Andrea Jenkins the other day. I can't mm. help but believe they constitute a minority of the people in Minneapolis. 
that the vast majority of the taxpayers in Minneapolis will reject their charter proposal on the ballot. They have to. Yeah. But are enough of them uh, educated in, in the, on this subject? In other right. words, in they other are, words, they listen aware. Aware. aware, aware. That's aware, a better yeah. word. Thank you. Well, that's a good question, uh, but they better make themselves aware of what's happening. This is ridiculous. And uh, thank you to these eight activists. You know, yesterday I took a stroll through South Minneapolis because St. Paul decided to close some streets. Um, in any <clears throat> in any event, I cannot believe. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. I know you didn't. Uh, I cannot believe how much that area has changed. I hadn't driven through that in at least Which a year. area? South Minneapolis. I went to go visit my boys at Elevated. I okay. went down Hiawatha. Oh, yeah, all right. The last time I was there, Kenny, was when I stopped at your place, which was a year ago. And I can't yeah. believe how much that area has changed in a year. How so? I haven't been there in a while. Uh, a turn for the worse. I'll just put it that way. Mm. It's too yeah. bad. It's really too bad. South Minneapolis used to be a great part of the city. It really was. Joe, we have a mutual friend who has a kid who uh, owns an apartment building on the Minnehaha and the 46 neighborhood down mm-hmm. there, really mm-hmm. close to the park. And uh, the crime there in that neighborhood, very close to Minnehaha Falls Park, is just out of control. Mm-hmm. Criminals have become emboldened with the denigration of police departments, and they became emboldened when they realized that unelected people could get away with closing an intersection for an entire year. The police, uh, the uh, uh, criminals have become emboldened when they realize that the police are hesitant to be proactively policing. I don't need the foghorn. Not going to get it. They become increasingly emboldened when they see that minor offenses are being ignored. And the only answer to this is what these eight people who won the lawsuit want. Staff our police department at the legal level it is supposed to be. Right. That, that, that it's in place for a reason. That number is in place for a reason. <clears throat> Back to the ballot question. Maybe you and I are just naive, Joe, but don't you think it's going to get squashed? I hope. Uh, we don't the, uh, know that. I, well, I, and that's my fear because it is well, Minneapolis, but uh, I just can't believe it would get a majority of the vote. On this, the great anticipation of our nation's signing of the Declaration of Independence, which was not literally signed on July 4th, 1776, by the way. It was signed at the Continental Congress in Philadelphia. On this, just two days before our wonderful Declaration of Independence, I am going to hope... Uh, along with John Height, that the citizens citizens of Minneapolis will choose to claw back and preserve their city, and reject the I, reject the George Soros funded effort to completely change right. public safety. I hope you're right. You guys, I had that same feeling all afternoon until I realized, and I was thinking back um, and actually watched a, whatever you. You put on YouTube yesterday, Chris, that, I don't know, 20-minute segment, mm-hmm. and where we were talking about liberals, our friend the liberals, the, the, the old liberals, and, and I realized those buddies of ours, our pals, our, our um, what would you call them, our friendly adversaries, uh, they voted for uh, Omar. Well, I, I don't know anybody who did. <laughs> I do. Well, yeah, I, but I, I don't live in Minneapolis, and I would not be... 
I do. Privy and, to um, So that's why I think there's a chance that really? it won't be squashed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, I, and, and, and she hasn't done anything for her district no. in, in Minneapolis. No. Nothing. No. Yeah, and I do have friends on uh, social media who, yes, voted for Omar also. I know they did. And yeah. They're, they're proud of it and still defend yeah. her. Yeah. I just want to let you know, uh, you guys, that yesterday, July 1st, after procrastinating and not getting my fireworks shopping done on a reasonable time, I called Connor at Maximum Load Fireworks in Arcadia, Wisconsin. Connor whipped me up a professional-looking show in the matter of hours, and in a matter of hours, I was down at their store to pick up my goods. Although they were doing a robust business, it was not so packed that I had to stand in line or wait, and I got to meet Bert as he was helping me load my fireworks into the back of my rig. He noticed my GL sticker on the tailgate and said, why didn't you tell me you were a GL guy? You get a free 500-gram cake to add to your order. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't nice. I tell him? Probably because I didn't, I don't want, I just, I'm just a prime a scan bucket candidate, but I don't like cake. I didn't realize that I was going to get <laughs> <Fail>. <laughs> <laughs> Bert and Connor, uh, you uh, you are a GLer to get your free cake. It was a great afternoon, and as always, enjoyed the ride to Wisconsin and never even stopped for a beer the whole way back. Thanks again. Signed, That's driven, restrained. and focused with a one-track mission-specific <laughs> mind, Eddie from Hay Creek. Yeah, you're running out of time. you got today and tomorrow to get to Maximum Load Fireworks in Arcadia, Wisconsin. They have the inventory. They have the best prices. They've got knowledgeable people. They'll help you put together your show. You still have time to get over there. And they got the best stuff, willow shells, double breakers, mine shells with color breaks. Maximum Load has them at the best prices around. they got a zoo. I think that's a (laughs) theme problem. But the zoo is a popular (laughs) thing with the kids, and it's a wonderful drive. Sparklers? Sparklers. I'm sure they do. Sure. Bert will send you to the local drugstore. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's in Arcadia, Wisconsin, in in Wisconsin, about halfway between Wabashaw and Winona, and a lovely, lovely drive. Become the fireworks king of your neighborhood at MaximumLoadFireworks.com. Hey, GLers, it's officially mosquito season. If you're getting eaten up in your yard, please call my guys at Mosquito Shield. They are owned and operated by GLers. Fantastic people. Ray and Mike, they are a father and son team who own and operate two franchises right here in the Twin Cities. They've been at it since 2014. And now in western Wisconsin, listen to this. Jay was so impressed last year by Mosquito Shield ads on GL that he wanted the service for his yard. So he said, heck with it. He bought his own franchise, and he is now serving western Wisconsin. These guys are legit. I've had them done in my yard. And here's why it's important. They use a proprietary blend that is specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. It was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield. They will take great care of you and your yard. Do this right now. Find them online at moshield.com. That's moshield.com. Click on the locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin and you'll find them. Or just give Ray and Mike a call at 612-619-1556 for Minnesota Yards. And for Western Wisconsin, you can call Jay or Jack at 715-410-4221. If you mention GL, you are going to get $75 off your service with Mosquito Shield. I'm Morgan Kiwi Wolf Slattery, Euphorian. It's a great day in Euphoria. 
We've just said no to fireworks, so the children of Euphoria will have all ten fingers to play piano, buckle their helmets, and count the endangered species. On our next conquest, controlling not only how often you suburbanites water your large non-native grassed yards, but also stopping the use of evil phosphorus fertilizer on them. Earth Day approaches. Euphorians rejoice! <laughs> Maximum load fireworks. Dot com. Kapuya. You know I might go. Never want to be afraid of the dice. Wow. What? That's a. Uh, that's uh, something my kid slipped me last night. It's a demo. He was out in California last week, and uh, he and Dylan Reese, the fellow he collaborates with, yep. worked. Worked that one up. Uh, Dylan playing uh, all the instruments and Dylan Reese with the vocals. And I loved it right away. He said, with this? He says, make, sh- make sure and mention it's just a demo. It's not done yet. I said, okay. I, Are it's you, wait, this isn't done. It's done. <laughs> no. It's a Reverse, demo. trot this up the hall to KS95. Let's make these kids millionaires. <laughs> this is amazing. This is oh, I loved it as soon as I heard it. There's wow. a little bacar going on here. Yes. Yes. But it'll reach the point where people are going to say there's a little Dylan Height and Dylan Reese going on yeah. here. But Dylan Height and Dylan Reese probably would say there's a little average white band going right, on. Right, little here. average white That's band. That's how far yeah. they go back. Yeah. Wow. Do we have the whole song or just 60? That's that's it. That's basically it. Like I said, it's a demo with uh, one verse. Let's use this piece of music for every uh, coming out of every break today. Okay. I just this no. Is I want to hear his other stuff too. His other stuff just is good. Oh, pipe down, Joe. We're using this. I <laughs> Boy, pipe down. What do you think this is? Your show, Joe? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we've covered this before. Liberty Safe, the best safe ever made, a product of the United States of America. Sold here in this market by Rich up at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. You'll see for yourself the deal with Rich's. He's there for us. He's going to save ourselves from ourselves, especially when it comes to saving money. Let Rich help us decide which safe makes the most sense for your situation. Sometimes our dreams don't match our needs or our our pocketbook, so it's always good to have somebody pull us back from the edge. You won't have buyer's remorse when you deal with Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. He offers full commercial and residential lock and safe services and safes of all sizes and other brands, too. Uh, and it won't be long, and Rich will be in a bigger, brand-new setup. If you haven't had a chance yet, please stop in, or better yet, uh, log on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. A Hennepin, uh, I'm sorry, attorneys for the woman in Winston Boogie Smith's car when he was killed by a federal task force said yesterday that the officers opened fire after he raised his cell phone. No. Not a gun. No. What's your what question should spring to your mind immediately? Uh, well, uh, try to explain the shell case, the shells. No, but nope. two weeks ago, yep. Oh, she didn't say this. True. All she said was, "I didn't see a gun." Well, the cell phone didn't. Well, the lawyers relayed the most detailed account yet of Norhan Askar at a news conference in front of the. Federal courthouse in Minneapolis exactly four weeks after a fugitive task force overseen by U.S. Marshal Service shot Smith on the fifth floor of an uptown parking ramp. 
Asgar's legal counsel also said the officers did not identify themselves as law enforcement agents after they surrounded the couple in their unmarked cars. Their remarks called into question the official story about what happened the afternoon of June 3rd. I don't think it calls it into question at all. Right. You're in a car with a uh, wanted felon. Bad guy, a real bad guy. Uh, when authorities have said the North Star Fugitive Task Force was tipped off to Smith's location and went in to arrest him on a Ramsey County warrant for missing his court sentencing for being a felon in possession of a gun. As we know, the officers were not wearing body cameras, and we all wish they would have been, and no other video footage has publicly emerged, making it difficult to verify conflicting claims. Well, the conflicting claims are on the one hand a woman about whom we don't know anything, and the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, which said they had a gun and shell cases. Mm-hmm. Am I being asked to believe the woman? According you to that account, yeah. you are. The Minneapolis Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, which is investigating the case, said that Smith fired a gun from his Maserati. He had a Maserati. <laughs> and that agents recovered a pistol and six matching cartridge cases from his vehicle. But Ashkar maintained she never saw Smith with a gun or any gun in the car, a point that her attorneys, Christopher Noon and Racy Rodney, stressed again Thursday. Well, what a hell of a great name for a lawyer in this case. Right. Racy Rodney. According to the account laid out by her legal counsel, Ashkar, 27, and Smith, 32, had been going out for several... I thought he was married and had kids. Wasn't he hailed as a father, a young father? No, I could I be wrong. I, I could be wrong. So, yeah. I could I be wrong. I don't remember that. No. Asgard, 20, oh, maybe that was Dante I'm thinking of. He had a couple yeah, of Yeah, he kids. had a son. Yeah. Asgard, 27, and Smith, 32, had been going out for several weeks when they went on a date at Stella's Fish Cafe. After lunch and drinks, they walked back to Smith's car across the street, climbed inside, and found themselves surrounded by unmarked cars. People trained their weapons on Asgard and Smith and yelled at them to put their hands up. Asgard complied. Uh, scared for her life, she was presumably told to say. Smith began to stream the scene on Facebook Live on his mobile device, but as he raised the phone, all she could hear was gunfire and saw Winston Smith slump over, said Nguyen. N-G-U-Y-E-N, Rook. Nguyen. Nguyen. Nguyen? Yeah. Authorities handcuffed Ascar and placed her in the back of a vehicle until an ambulance came. She had been shattered by shattered, uh, she had been injured by shattered glass amid the barrage of gunfire, an officer later asked her how her date was. Well, that's her claim. Search warrants filed by the BCA show that agents recovered a black iPhone from the front passenger seat of Smith's car, along with a black Samsung phone and a purple iPhone. The Bureau also said it retrieved handcuffs with apparent blood on them. Law enforcement has a duty to announce themselves, said Nguyen. He added that Asgar who did not appear at the news conference, struggles with the trauma of seeing her date shot in front of her. Uh, and even being in a car now brings significant anxiety. Oh, my God. The spokesperson for the U.S. Marshal Service said the agency's policy does not allow it to comment about ongoing investigations. Attorneys for Asgar said the BCA also told them it, that it had not tested Smith's forearms for gunshot residue which could indicate that he had fired a weapon before the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office washed his body. BCA spokeswoman Jill Oliveira said Thursday evening that the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office tests gunshot residue upon special request and that the BCA did not ask for such an analysis. 
because it would not have provided uh, conclusive evidence about whether Smith fired or handled a gun. Okay. Uh, Jeff Storms, an attorney representing Winston Smith's family, said the marshals and other members of the task force have only sent written statements to BCA investigators. And uh, what do we do here? The killing of Smith, a black man, has brought another wave of calls for police accountability just over a year after George Floyd. The Marshal Service faced allegations that its officers had not announced themselves when confronting self-described anti-fascist activist Michael Reinhold last September in a fatal shooting of a right-wing protester in Portland, Oregon. The New York Times and other publications reported that witnesses said they did not hear cops in unmarked cars identify themselves before shooting and killing Reinhold. Uh, Billy Jean Van Knight, who was part of the Racial Justice Network, said at a news conference that people were innocent until proven guilty. Uh, you should not get killed ap uh, getting apprehended before you get your day in court, she said. N nor should you shoot at police officers. Right. Nor should you have a gun if you're not supposed to have a gun. Where are we here? Uh, uh, she's fishing. law enforcement side. Yep. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to note that both attorneys said they'll be filing lawsuits uh, so part of me says this is maybe a money grab. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's instinctively. What happens when it, we find out she's lying? If if we find out she's lying, well, she'll be in trouble. Will she be uh, prosecuted? I don't know. Does but, anybody but how, else but me have concerns that his forearms were not tested for residue? I think that, that would that, be something that's you'd kind want to of test. A, a flag uh, came up there for me anyway. Uh, I can see that being used uh, by her attorneys. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go back to the BCA's answer. Uh, uh, it's attorneys attorneys yeah. for Ascar and the BCA also told them that it had not tested Smith's forearms for gunshot residue, which could indicate that he had fired a weapon. They hadn't re made that request before the Hennepin County Medical Examiner uh, washed off his body. Uh, BCA spokeswoman Jill Olviera said Thursday evening that the Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office tests gunshot residue upon special request and that the BCA didn't ask for such an analysis because it would not provide conclusive evidence about whether Smith fired or handled a gun. Interesting. Well, if it, 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 you can go two ways on this. One way would be the BCA was so confident of what took place, they didn't believe they needed to prove there was gunshot residue. Officers were fired sure. upon and officers right. returned fire. Or the, other, or the only other way you could go with it is there's a, there's a giant story being told here by the BCA. Which there's, I don't believe. Which I'm not prepared to believe yet. Right. No. If they found casings in the car, there certainly has to be residue in the car. Mm -hmm. And I, I would hope that the car has not been cleaned. Wouldn't there also be photographic evidence? I mean, wouldn't th that's no a normal part of procedure, is it not? Yeah, but what's to right. stop these lawyers for her disputing everything the BCA right. claims? In front of all the cameras. In front of all the cameras saying uh, she's this, Because she's there that. wasn't any video of this. So what's to stop these attorneys representing her 
from disputing every claim the BCA might make. Mm -hmm. But uh, to Reaver's point, Joe, uh, they recovered casings, and he's he's right. They probably took pictures of the casings. Then they have to prove that these casings came from this gun, and they couldn't just throw casings in the car, random casings in the car, and take pictures of them. I'm I'm well. They could. We're presuming they would not. Right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm presuming. Yeah. Aren't you glad you don't? I don't want to work anywhere near this. No. No. I'm glad I don't do crimes. Man, what 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 the hell? (laughs) Tough keeping up. Good lord. Tough keeping up. I got a low-paying job. Pretty happy. Take 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 care to visit Centerpoint of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park and work on an eight-building campus in rolling parkland that's away from the madness of the country's tallest buildings. It's convenient to the airport, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Major access to 55, 62, 494, and 35E. Choose just the right amount of space for your business. Park free right in front of it. No elevators. Everything's single story. It's a park-like setting surrounded by trees, close to walking trails, bike trails, and great lunch spots. Doesn't that sound soothing right now when we consider what's taking place everywhere? Uh, All the office space is customizable, so you get exactly what you want. You get your own restrooms. You're not sharing that with other companies. You have your own parking. You have patio spaces. Uh, Visit escapetomendota.com. That's one word, escapetomendota.com. This is Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with populations over 2,500. The Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 15 insurance companies for a reason, to match your specific situation, including zip code, with the best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group Clients, the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com. It's that time of year again, the 4th of July, and that means firecrackers, fireworks, and fun. It also means plenty of business for me. Hi, I'm Paul from Paul's Prosthesis Palace. Try saying that three times twice. Ha. Over the 4th, business is booming. (laughs) Enjoy the explosive patriotic fun and light them up. Then assess the damage and come into my store to save, save, save on all prosthetics and artificial body parts. Choose from the area's best selection of finger replacements, artificial eyebrows, all expressions in stock, including surprised and pensive. Save on body molds, wrist joints, knuckle sockets, glass eyes, multi-ethnicity skin grafting kits, lip coverings, eardrum nerve damage pads, toe attachment adhesive, and fancy scar cream. The 4th of July is risky, but America is great, and nobody sells more prosthetics than Paul's Prosthesis Palace. So after the barbecues and the fiery celebrations, we'll turn your carelessness and misfortune into savings. I'm Paul. When almost new, we'll have to do. Shop Paul's Prosthesis Palace. Have a happy 4th. Uh, University of Garage Logic, so 98, much. College of Self-Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Not fancy, not scar cream, it's fancy, fancy scar, scar cream. cream. Yeah. Fancy. <laughs>
there's so much funny packed in there that you can't uh-huh. all expressions of it. Yes. I love the fact you can get pensive. Yes. yes. <laughs> Very talented Tony Lee, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. It was oh. so fun working with him. Here's John um, Heights. Actually, here's Kenny Olson. Here's Kenny. I meant to say that. Yeah. Joe, we're going to give away some seafoam swag here. It's a wonderful product. Bad gas. You know the line. Uh, and available everywhere, just as available as a tank of gas. We're going to pick a winner here from our Seafoam Works Stories contest. I want you to send your favorite Seafoam Works story to Olson at garagelogic.com. Tell me how it saved your life. I've picked number 43. Number 43 is Chris. He bought some property years ago. It came with its own boneyard, including an old junky wood splitter. Uh, he had no idea how old it was or the last time it ran. Long story short, drain the fuel, put in some seafoam, fresh gas. Guess what? Viola. <laughs> it started. <laughs> Viola. Viola. <laughs> so I'm going to be getting in touch with you, Chris, to uh, get you hooked up with some goods here. Meanwhile, GLers, like I said, send your seafoam work stories <laughs> to Olson at garagelogic.com. As you know, it's a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. It is seafoam. Kenny, I'm on the website, and you can also get seafoam at Paul's Prothesis Palace. He has it on the shelf right by the cash register. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Investigators with the United States Department of Justice will pull from the experiences of community members and will examine past incidents to try and determine if any systemic issues exist within the Minneapolis Police Department. That according to families and community members who are familiar with the process. Back in April, the DOJ launched a pattern and practice investigation into the Minnesota Police, uh, Minneapolis, excuse me, Police Department. Attorney General Merrick Garland said the feds would look into use of force incidents as well as other what he called discriminatory policing. The announcement came the day after a jury found ex-MPD officer Derek Chauvin guilty in the death of George Floyd. In a virtual community meeting Wednesday, staff from the Justice Department stressed that community input is crucial to the investigation, saying those voices and experiences are critical to getting to the truth of policing in the city of Minneapolis. A man critically injured Thursday night after a Metro Transit bus hit him in Minneapolis. Metro Transit Police said the incident happened just before 7 o'clock near Nicollet Avenue and going? East 14th Street. A witness at the scene told uh, our uh, television folks at KSTP the victim <laughs> was distracted, didn't see the bus coming, and stepped into the road and was hit. An investigation is underway. You guys going to keep laughing during death just, stories? Yeah, I'm just, just so you no, know, we Ricky showed no, something no, to no, Joe. Joe was wondering what I was doing, and I, was sh- I showed him that I was just looking at the stream yard, and he... He thought that rather, uh, you know, so we were not yeah. laughing at that. Might, might, might want to listen to the story Just before you one do that. It was on terrible. The <laughs> MTC bus hit that. Town. I heard that story. It is terrible. That is bad. At, at Minneapolis International Airport. Boy, if only we had someone out there that could help with this story. Uh, Friday expected yeah. to be one of the busiest days of the 4th of July holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. The MAC, Metropolitan Airports Commission, expects more than 27,000 passengers to go through TSA checkpoints. Why do you think we're starting early? Because this moron has been called out there. (laughs) Joe, Joe, Joe. What? The GLers don't know or care when we start. Oh. Oh, okay. Because it's like a podcast. So it's not like we're on the air and like early. Today I'm walking into the lion's den, I think. Uh, And I will be having a cocktail thinking about you walking into the lion's (laughs) den this afternoon. The size of your head. It's keeping me sober until after (laughs) 5 (laughs) o'clock. 
This is just the latest in what's been an uptick in travel Don't recently. use uptick. That's fog hornable. Oh, John. It is. I was not I'm aware of that. fog hornable. Huh. That's a new one on me. Well, remember it. Don't use it. I, Ever. I, Ever I, again. Joe hates Ever uptick. again. It's uptick. Huh? In early June, more than 30,000 passengers were screened in a single day for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Uh, passenger boardings in May were at 62% of pre-pandemic levels. The MAC reported Saturday and Sunday are expected to be the least busy travel days at Minneapolis Airport this week and upcoming week. Weekend, I'm sorry, this weekend and upcoming week. Got it. John, you used uptick to the uh, displeasure of the mayor down, yes, I did. Down tick is never used, though. Up tick, I've heard. Does, nobody ever down uses tick. down tick. It should not be used at all. It just, it's laziness. Okay. Rook, you said something um, after I made the cocktail line. What, what was that line again you said? Uh, something about 5 o'clock? Uh, I'm, it'll keep me sober until 5 o'clock. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> yes, we, we, we do know that. We, we do You're know. over it, it's hard, as Who's hardcore. this employee sleeping on this plane? <laughs> as hardcore as I am. Yes. It's, uh, no, it'll be, ma'am, this flight is not tax debacle. <laughs> That's anybody going to Las Vegas. i got to kick them off the plane for being too hammered. Minnesotans who what? need to renew their driver's licenses must do so in person after a temporary law allowing for online renewals expired on Wednesday of this week. Uh, rather than finishing the task up at home, drivers once again have to make a trip to the Department of Vehicle Services or a deputy registrar office, get a new picture, pass a vision test, and pay the $32 fee to renew their license. The same requirement applies to residents who must renew their state ID cards, according to the DVS. Stocks rose at the open. The S&P 500 hit another record high this morning after the June jobs report showed an accelerating recovery for the U.S. labor market. The broad market index rose 0.3%. The heavy tech Nasdaq climbed 0.5% to hit an own intraday all-time high. The Dow Jones Industrial Average staying steady. The economy added 850,000 jobs last month, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Economists surveyed by Dow Jones were expecting the addition of about 700,000. The uh, print topped the 559,000 jobs created in May. The economy is so good. How good is it? That you could go, <laughs> I bet you could go to EcoFun Motorsports and get maybe a scooter. Think so? Maybe a four-wheeler where you're cruising around at the cabin. People have money in their pockets. Could I buy a Bentelli e-bike and then have some family members come over and just take it home with them? I don't know. Listen I wish to this. could tell me about it. <laughs> Listen to this. Your Honor has been missing a grand bit of fun since allowing the theft of his Bentelli e-bike you purchased from EcoFund. While I'm certain your grandson from a kid you used to have is making good use of the bike, you have been deprived of some notable experiences. As the owner of such, as the owner of four such bikes, two are kept in Minnesota, two in Tennessee, my wife and I have great fun. She claims it is all but impossible to ride on one without a smile on your face, and smiles often turn into fun on some of the longer rides. Mm. I have been known to stalk some of the Tour de France wannabes while on my Bentelli <laughs> e-bike from EcoFun. <laughs> I absolutely love to encounter a serious solo rider who's all decked out in Lycra with his favorite team's logo prominently displayed, all clipped into his pedals, and all hunched over his handlebars while ensconced on a saddle the size of a banana. When I see such a person... <laughs> I make it a point to ride up within 10 feet of his tail and just stay there. I'm usually noticed fairly quickly as I am the guy sitting straight up on a seat the size of Kenny's tractor seat. <laughs> I am also the fellow wearing jeans with the right leg cuffed up on my leg so it isn't caught in the chain. He speeds up, I speed up. After all, 
I have multiple assist levels. When he slows down, I don't pass him. I just tail him. Try as he might, I've been left. I cannot be left in the dust. I just follow along. It's time for me to turn to home. <laughs> My best outing at, was just after Memorial Day while we were up on Lake Vermilion, and I was on a sightseeing ride with my wife. A young buck blew past us on a downhill, knowing that a long, steep uphill was in our immediate future. We kept him in sight until the hill began, and my wife said, go get him. I blew <laughs> I blew past him on an uphill going about 25 miles an hour. Once, <laughs> once I crested, I stopped to wait for my wife. She pulled up to me and said, that guy said we were pretty fast. He rode past a minute or so later, pedaling as hard as he could. I asked her if she told him that he'd been passed by a 70-year-old grandmother. <laughs> she said she didn't have the heart to do so because, oh, he looked deflated enough. Mayor, don't delay. Head up to EcoFun and buy a replacement bike and go on on scouting rides to engage in such fun. Oh. Whether you get the fat tire rider or the city rider, you'll find them fun and big ego boosts. It sure has helped a fellow who's only a few months younger than you. Phil from Puxatawney. That's EcoFun Motorsports Phil. in downtown Forest yes. Lake on Highway 61. Scooters, e-bikes, helmets, apparel, youth recreational oh. equipment, and great service. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. John. That's my all favorite, all time favorite letter. <laughs> that is so good. And GLers, for those of you wondering, John just held up a sign that said 58, 59, 60. <laughs> well, now that was show material. That's yeah, true. That was, that's that's true. Sure, there you go. Yeah, worth it. Hey, uh, I wish there were a video of this. I'm sure there's not. A Boeing 737 cargo plane had to make an emergency landing off the coast of Honolulu early Friday after pilots reported engine trouble, according mm. to the FAA. Uh, both pilots were rescued. Nobody got hurt. The aircraft, not a 737 MAX, the plane that officials had grounded for 20 months through last November after two fatal crashes. Uh, preliminary uh, information, the U.S. Coast Guard rescued both crew members. The FAA and NTSB will investigate. Uh, and it looked like from the map I saw, it was a ways off the shore. Did so the plane sink? Put, it must have, yeah, I yeah. would assume. Hmm. Put her down in the water. And, and you said it was them, cargo. So. There was no, there yep. were no, because a 737 800 will seat 186. <laughs> Listen to you. Listen okay. to you. The 700 series right. would go 126. All right. Uh, rookie, All right. what is the name of the former councilman uh, that brought the lawsuit that uh, was honored yesterday by the court in Minneapolis? What was his name? Don Samuels. Oh, All right. Wow. Well, there you All go. Right. See? There you go. Hang on. See? Can I go back to being the dumb one, please? Uh, Ray. Ray? <laughs> Ray J. <laughs> Friends and family members of a U.S. Capitol rioter charged with dragging a police officer into the violent mob told a federal judge this week that he was actually just trying to help the officer. Despite video of the incident showing him pulling the officer away from the police line and into a line of protesters where he was beaten. He had been arrested in late February and released after a few weeks in jail and he'd like to loosen his rules of his release. His name is Clayton Mullins. He's from Kentucky. Letters from his friends and family members, some of which defended his actions on January 6th, were submitted as part of his effort to relax the home detention rules. Go back to the holler, you hillbilly. <laughs> Top White House officials are publicly circling the wagons around Vice President Kamala Harris's operation while privately calling the chaos in her office a blank show. 
according Ooh. to Axios. Long simmering unhappiness in Harris's office and tensions between her staff and President Biden's boiled over in a recent report. The outlet spoke with 22 sources, including current and former Harris staffers who described poor morale and communications breakdowns within the vice president's office. One source told Political, people are thrown under the bus from the very top. There are short fuses and it's an abusive environment, not a healthy environment, and people often feel mistreated. <laughs> what has she done so far? I mean, she hasn't done anything. She seems capable of being possibly difficult to work with. Understood. <laughs> Politico and CNBC also reported on complaints about how Harris's chief of staff, seasoned Democratic power player Tina Flournoy, tightly guards access to the vice president, including not returning calls and any tries at outreach from Harris's longtime political allies, friends, and donors. The Biden staff, I think I read, what, 545 people. These aren't legislators. This is staff. Uh, cost the taxpayers $50 million a year. Just his staff. Did you guys see what, I know, take it with a grain of salt. I'm sure that's true of most presidents, by the way. Yes. Uh, what Mike Huckabee, Huckabee excuse me, said about uh, Harris? No. Uh, his quote was, she was chose to tackle the border crisis because she actually makes Joe Biden look competent. Mm. Mm. Whoa, shots fired. <laughs> Mike Huckabee, come on. I know, I know. I'm just saying I thought it was a decent line. I think he hit it right the first time. Huckabee. <laughs> Huckabee, exactly. exactly. <laughs> More news on the rich guy into space story. Richard Branson is planning to beat Jeff Bezos now in the billionaire race. Says he'll be on a Virgin Galactic flight on July 11th. Bezos, you might remember, announced earlier this month that he and his brother would be heading to space July 20th on Blue Origin's New Shepard spacecraft. Branson will be taking off, uh, uh, will be with three Virgin Galactic mission specialists, Chief Astronaut Instructor Beth Moses, Lead Ops Engineer Colin Bennett, and Government Affairs VP Sarisha Bandla. The craft will be flown by Virgin Galactic pilots Dave McKay and Michael Masuri. John, there's a viral video. I'm showing it to Rookie right now. There's a couple of news anchors. I don't know what market they're working in. They can't stop laughing at the Bezos rocket design because it looks like a um, a, uh, oh, a swimsuit end. area. Uh, oh, the bell oh, it's very phallic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they can't device. stop laughing because it's it's going off in the background. <laughs> Fire it up, <laughs> Such, Which rich guy are you voting for? Who are you pulling for there, Joe? In that race, Virgin Galactic. Why does rush uh, to space with these guys? Because you're that rich, you got nothing to. You, you're yeah. dreaming up ways to spend yeah. money. Does uh, exactly. Does the Virgin guy, uh, what's his name, Sir Branson? Richard, Richard Branson. Uh, Richard Branson. Does yeah. he have gal troubles like Bezos? I don't. I have uh, no idea, and I don't okay. care. No, okay. No. Yeah. I don't think Bezos has uh, gal trouble. They just they parted ways. Uh, I think he's doing just fine on his. Got it. On his own. Got it. Uh, potatoes tend to be a dieting no-no for folks laying off starchy foods and carbohydrates. In the same light, French fries often fall into the junk food category because folks cover them in ketchup and salt. But now, a new study finds the potato might be getting a bum rap. Researchers from Purdue University say eating more potatoes can actually help keep blood pressure under control better than taking certain supplements. The key to all this? All the potassium in the potatoes. Study authors explain that increasing dietary potassium from foods like baked and boiled potatoes helps to reduce sodium retention in eaters consuming a typical American diet. They also say French fries would be fine as long as they're not deep fried. So if you make them, say, in an air fryer or in the oven. You like a nice potato, Joe? Well, John, all that proves is if you, if you wait long enough, the study results will be exactly what you want them to be. 
I tell you, making uh, potatoes in an air fryer, pretty darn good. Don't know anything about it. It it. It really is, yep. John, Uh, what if you hollow out a spud and turn it into a weed pipe and smoke a big bowl of uh, weed through a a tater? Well, then you're going to get kicked out of the Olympics. I wouldn't know anything about that, yeah. A Florida man, this story, it's weird enough I had to use it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'll apologize in advance. How's that? Yeah. A Florida man tried to smuggle methamphetamine into a local jail by hiding it in a sensitive area, according to the Orange County Sheriff's sure. Office. Sure. Right. Deputies said they were in the process of booking, real real name, okay, 30-year-old Shaft Bang Adams into the... <laughs> nice. Okay. Good Good to see that birth certificate. Well, well and, and when you hear the story, it's even more apropos. Uh, they located four white crystal rocks inside the... Swimsuit area. Skin, the oh. skin of his swimsuit area, if you know what I'm saying. I think I do. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, he's, he's, he's only 30, huh? You get it, Kenny? <laughs> Kenny's got a pensive look on his face like, what? He was, un, he was uncut. Well, I... Jesus, I, Kenny! I, I didn't think you were going to take Oy it quite vey. that far, but... Adams... <laughs> what do we have here? <laughs> what is all this extra? Are you ah, Oh, I'm having a heart attack. Are you oh, comfortable? And, uh, <laughs> I make a good <laughs> living. <laughs> <laughs> Not with these things. I got to take the headphones off. <laughs> like I said, I apologize in advance oh, for the well, story. Yes. Yeah. Adams Ooh. is facing a charge of introducing contraband uh. in a state facility in connection with the incident. Uh, the arrest affidavit didn't say why he was being booked into jail, but court records shows he's been arrested multiple times in Orange County. Boy, oh boy. John, that's amazing. $100,000 uh, <laughs> a year plus tips. Oh, the fuck. No, tips. It's right. pa- pa- we got to get Port pa- 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 Patrick. I'll just do that. <laughs> it is a holiday edition Scramble Friday here in Garage Logic, and Reavers is back with our buddy Jim from Harmony Spirits down there in beautiful Harmony, Minnesota. So, Jim, I have to ask you about your 4th of July show that's taking place on Monday. A couple of emailers were uh, uh, checked in with me and wanted to know, is this a ticketed event, or can people just show up and, and partake? Oh, it's wide open. Yeah, you just show up in Harmony, and we got all kinds of stuff going on this weekend. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we got all kinds of different stuff going on all day long. Um, on uh, Friday, they we got the, actually a big beer tent set up next to the uh, distillery here in the parking lot. They got music every day. Um, we have our car show from 9 to 3 on Saturday. And uh, there's also live music after that by from Matt and Brenda Steer. Um, and then on Sunday, again, we'll have live music right before the parade, which starts at 2.30. So we'll have music from noon to 2.30. And then the parade starts at uh, 3 and all kinds of stuff. We got Jim Boosta Band on Saturday and Molly B. Uh, Estelle's has uh, some live music on their patio. Troubleshooter will be here on Saturday from 8 to midnight. Uh, just all kinds of stuff. There's toad races on Saturday for the kids um, and a kiddie tractor pull and a kiddie parade, all kinds of entertainment like that. So it's going to be a festive weekend down there in Harmony, Minnesota, and I'm going to guess looking at the uh, extended forecast with it being sweltering, you guys are going to sell some drinks down there, aren't you? I would assume so. (laughs) (laughs) We got a nice shady spot set up in the process area, plenty of seating outdoors too, and 
uh, it's going to be a good time with uh, lots and lots of people and lots of stuff going on. Fantastic. Uh, make sure you post a lot of photos because I want to be able to see the action down there. Uh, before I let you go, I do want to touch on the straight bourbon release. This is a really, really cool idea, and it's a special way to get this too, but if you have a bourbon lover in your life, this is an absolute perfect gift for that person, isn't it, Jim? Yeah, this is our first barrel of two-year-old bourbon, so that's the straight designation. That means it's two years old, so that'll be the first time we're releasing a two-year-old bourbon, and, and we're super excited. It's it's really tasty. We've uh, sampled it right out of the barrel, and uh, we're impressed with ourselves. And there's a limited number of bottles, and they have to go to the Harmony Spirits Facebook page to get registered for this, correct? Yeah, just send us a message on the Facebook page or give a call to the tasting room, um, this weekend might not be the best weekend to call us because we're going to be a little busy. But uh, anytime, uh, we should be bottling that late August, and then those can be picked up in the tasting room anytime after September 1st. Uh, so anytime from now till September 1st, you can reserve the bottles 1 through 200. They are going fast. I think we're uh, for sure the first 80 are uh, gone, and then kind of on down the, the numbers, but I know there's a few uh, GLers that already started back from 200 and, and got some of those. So. Fantastic. Well, Jim, on behalf of the entire Garage Logic crew, happy 4th of July to you and the rest of the Harmony Spirit staff. Have a great weekend and a festive time down there in Harmony, Minnesota, and we'll catch up again with you guys soon. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Have a great Independence Weekend. You too, Jim. See you, buddy. Yep, you too. Bye. Hey, let me start this sports segment by reminding you of the great 4th of July special at Giants Ridge. Play either the Corey or the Legend this Sunday. It's the 4th of July for 76 bucks plus tax when you register for Troon Awards at Giants Ridge. These are two of the best public golf courses in the country. And remember, Giants Ridge offers group golf rates for groups of eight or more, including customized tournament packages. And that 37-hole special this summer, play the Legend and the Quarry on the same day for one incredible rate, plus lunch on them. $160 plus tax on weekdays and $175 plus tax on weekends. And remember, you are escaping the noise of the rest of the world. And this is more than golf. It's water recreation, biking, hiking, and the newest and largest lift-served mountain bike park in the Midwest. View 3D course flyovers of the legend and the quarry at GiantsRidge.com and make your tea time at GiantsRidge.com. What's up, Patrick? What's up, gentlemen? Get a cart, by the way, if you're up there. Be sure to get a cart, Joe. There's that, uh, there's that one walk from the feet of the green where you could get eaten by a bear. So uh, <laughs> you watch it's about a mile, about three quarters of a mile through the deep woods, but that's a great. There's two great golf courses. Yep. The quarry a little difficult for my taste, yeah. but, uh, but uh, it's a hell two great golf courses. There's no doubt about it. See, I've got an interesting hockey note for you, for us, I'm for ready. all of us. Kirill Kaprasov, is that how we're saying Kirill. his name? Kirill, Kirill Kaprasov. Kirill Kaprasov might not know he's the rookie of the year. Every oh. remark you've heard and every quote you've heard were all pre-recorded in the event he won. He is <laughs> fishing in Siberia. Wow! Okay. And oh, might well. not know he's the Calder winner. Yeah, well, uh, I bet there's some pretty good fishing ponds in Siberia. Yeah. And uh, if a guy that good doesn't get his fish, they can have a guy tossed in the gulag or some damn 
yeah, well, that's he's a, he's not you know the the pre recorded quote. So all that stuff about how wonderful the will I will learn. How yeah. much he loves the organization. Yes, that, he could have said that in May for all we know. Right. <laughs> it, that was you, you know we're gonna. He says I'm going to Siberia. So they said well we got to get some stuff on record here, and he mm-hmm. just taped it all, and uh, he's fishing in did, Siberia. They, they, did they did they fail to inform us of that originally? And somebody I, have to I was reading this on some hockey. Can't we get him on saves. Zoom on a fishing boat in Siberia? No, Can't we do a Zoom? I think he likes he likes Russia. I here. think, and, you know, this is Joe. This is the one of the rarest <laughs> contract fights I've ever encountered in sports because the player wants fewer years and the team wants more years. Really, the team wants to get him signed for eight. He wants to sign for three when he can become a free agent. Right. And we're trying to lowball him, give him 64 for eight, which is jump change. Right. And uh, But they don't want to let him be a free agent three years from now. So. Right. You know what they did? I, did? I didn't realize this. They urinated away one of his two years service time that on his original two-year contract by hoping he could play in the bubble last year and they could have him for the playoffs. Right. And then the league ruled against that. But that season counted as one of the two years. That's why he's already up for a new contract. He, I mean, they have full rights to him. He can't go anywhere unless he wanted to go back to Russia, which he's not going to do. But uh, there, there's various uh, reports on the acrimoniousness of, this, uh, of these negotiations. Uh, I think he just, as an agent, who's trying to get the shortest contract he can and get him to be a free agent at age, you know, because he's a little older. He's 24 already, right? Right. 24 so he wants to be a free agent at 27, not 32. Do we know who represents him? No, I don't. Oh. I don't know. Uh, Andre somebody. Yeah. Hey, Pat, no. wasn't this supposed <laughs> to be the Twins trip that was going to turn things around? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it did uh, result in uh, a decision has been made on the future of 2021. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. that. Call up right now, make your offer. They should have a big sheet <laughs> that's like they, they put in the paper, auction, and what's yeah. for sale. Everything you know? must go. <laughs> everything, everything can go. You know, you know. There's a two guy. There's two guys here. Brios, even though he was terrible yesterday, and Taylor Rogers will. Uh, Will cost you a lot. Other the rest of them make any offer. No offer. What did the car dealers say? No, no offer, offer refused. No offer refused. <laughs> Call us. You know who I hope gets out of there? Nelson Cruz. He doesn't deserve this. Mm-hmm. He doesn't deserve to have to ask at answer questions after the game about Sano's futility. Mm-hmm. You know, Sano. He, he doesn't have to do that. That's somebody else. You know, he's 40 years old. He's a marvel as a, as a hitter. He shouldn't have to be answering questions about Sano. So, Pat, uh, yeah. I, I was turned on to an app to watch my baseball games by our guy, Johnny Height. So you, get, you can choose if you want the home team's announcers or the away team's announcers. You and don't listen. have to be talking about this in public, dummy. <laughs> yeah, dummy. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, I had the ability to well, watch if the. This is happening. It's a it's a miracle of uh, of uh, 
uh, communication and certainly it, not yeah. something we endorse. Okay, right. Right. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And if I end up losing it, Chris, Patrick and I will both be at your house to okay. beat yeah, you, silly. So. We will My point being... Uh, was... You can point out what the White Sox announcer said without <laughs> pointing out how you obtain this information. Got it. Okay. So anyway, I'll, I'll chop that part out of the show. So yes, in any event, thank you. Uh, in any event, thank I was you. watching the White Sox feed for Sano's at bat with the bases loaded against the left-hander, and Steve Stone absolutely predicted every pitch that they were going to throw at him to strike him out. It was fantastic. He called well, it right away. Well, they have the world's greatest post-game show, too. They have Ozzy and Frank Thomas. Oh, boy. As their post-game show, and apparently they did quite the skit about Sano's fertility afterwards. It was, <laughs> oh, it, was uh, it was pretty amazing, I guess. Because I mean, Ozzy, but they don't put any restrictions on these guys. They just come say anything they want, you know. And uh, uh, they were just killing Sano yesterday, I guess. You know, he looks depressed to me. I think he needs a. I think he needs an antidepressant, don't you? After that, after that, I think it was the strikeout, the second strikeout, where he missed that nothing curveball, and he just flipped his bat away. And please, could t- just see him. please tell me they don't have a lot of money invested in him. Oh, Joe! Uh, I think they owe him twelve after this year. Oh they, my uh, God in heaven! I think the con- the salary is nine point two, but then they got to give him three million or so as a buyout. Nobody's going to take year. him. No. No, I well, think I would put him on on uh, on uh, you know waivers and see if they could get him passed so they could uh, send him to the minors and try to do what they did two years ago, try to get him down there and lose some weight and do something. But Joe, while we're bashing Snow uh, relentlessly, Max Kepler, who's in a fine shape, a very fine. Uh, looking young athlete, uh, you know the, the 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 hero of young womanhood in the Twin Cities, one ninety nine. Mm-hmm. He is marginally better than Snow, and Rocco is now platooning those guys when uh, when uh, right-hander pitches. Kepler plays, and uh, Kirloff plays in the outfield, and when the right-hander pitches, then. Kirloff, I uh, know Kirloff plays in the outfield. When a right-hander pitch pitches, Kirloff plays first base, mm-hmm. and uh, he's platooning these two louts. So, I'll watch but, tonight, but I don't have great hopes for my Habs. I think they're uh, being outclassed. No, they're overmatched. Yep. They're overmatched. Yep. At the end of uh, about another four days, the official Stanley Cup winner standings will be Tampa, St. Pete, three. Minneapolis, St. Paul, zero. Oh, isn't that something? Oh. Isn't that something? It is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's incredible. That uh, I guess uh, I don't know what uh, how that how that can possibly happen. But uh, they haven't had a repeat winner in a while, have they? And it's going to be so depressing tonight to watch that game from Montreal with virtually all of the building curtained off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with these Lineman, people? My my guy Lineman was in town yesterday. We had uh, breakfast, and he's living in Toronto. And they're standing in line up there for vaccines eight to ten hours, and we're offering people prizes. Right, you can you can <laughs> win a Plymouth if you uh, come and get a vaccine. <laughs> <Come on down. laughs> you know, 
Yeah, right. You know, I think we're going to have to get sultry maidens there, uh, welcoming in. You know, let's maybe at deja vu we can start giving vaccines. Oh, okay. Well, that's free free dances uh, if you get a vaccine. You got big plans for the fourth? Not really. There's enough fireworks in our neighborhood. We don't have to get our own. There's uh, we get quite a few shooters, but yeah. uh, uh, but you know, Katie is not a fireworks fan. So. All right. We don't have any. I got to tell you something, though, today. As a guy who studies the calendar as much as you do, Mm -hmm. noon today, the halfway point of 2021. Isn't that something? And for all the woes we've complained about, you go back a year. As a sports fan, this has been a pretty good first half a year Mm -hmm. because we're getting to see stuff. Yeah. And uh, last year, we didn't get to see stuff. So it's pretty damn good. Even the fact that we get to bitch about the Twins every day (laughs) is an asset to Minnesota fans. And when they return, not that they're going to be demands, uh, full house. Full houses are now allowed. Yeah, I think I think I would have canceled that campaign that they're trying to make a big deal out of, right? Yeah. When you're when your limit is 26 and you haven't reached it yet, you maybe shouldn't be bragging about the fact that uh, you know because they haven't had a sellout yet. No. So hey, something to celebrate really quick, Joe. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the video at the uh, St. Paul Saints game yesterday, in which the crowd made a snake? Out of beer cups that was a hundred and two feet long. Well, that's that's you have to have a goal in life. <laughs> <laughs> off the, that's off the list. That's, that's off, off the that's list. Now they can check yep. that off. Yep, done. <laughs> it's through the lower concourse or the concourse down the left field line. It was really really funny. What did they did the team promote it or did it pay? Was it done spontaneously? I think the fans spontaneously did it, and the team saw the video and ran with it. All right. <laughs> You know, I wonder how many of the fans know that it's a different level of baseball that they were seeing last year. I don't think any of them. Probably I, not. Not there. They, it's, it's just there's baseball there and there's beer. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to you in the future, lad. All right. All right. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Got Should her. we just hit this right here? That's off the list. Yes. So, uh, have you been to Sodi's yet? The only way to make a great day better is to put a flame to a great cigar, and Sodi Cigar and Pipe in Stillwater, it's the place to stock up a wide variety of cigars with a wonderful smoking lounge, completely separated, by the way, from the purchasing area, so you don't have to deal with prying eyes. They've got a great state-of-the-art ventilation system there, and the guys at Sodi's, they've got the knowledge to pick out exactly what's right for you frequent customers. They usually sign up for this special membership deal. That's where you receive a personal cigar locker and a 15% discount on all store merchandise. They're located right off Highway 36 on Osgood Avenue in Stillwater. It's the last light before you head over the bridge. Hang a right on Osgood, and there's Sodi's Pipe and Cigar right there on your right. You can also find them at SodiCigars.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Well, it's Americana to get in, uh, get in an automobile and head up to the lake. I hope you'll be heading out in a Volkswagen and a Fiat or an Alfa Romeo from Schmel's Countryside Volkswagen. Multi-generational dealership. This is their one store. It's in Maplewood on the 
corner of Highway 36 and 61, and 0% now for 60 months on all new Volkswagen vehicles. That includes the new Volkswagen Taos. It's a new SUV, slightly smaller than the Tiguan. Uh, the ID4 models are available for June. Well, that's not June anymore. They're available for July delivery. I checked the website. Unfortunately, all the spiders are gone, but still a lot of Fiat 500Xs and the Alfa Romeos. I, I love these cars. I've uh, shopped at Schmelz for years, and I will continue to. And uh, check you out for yourself. Details at SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzFiat.com, and SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com. Americana heading into the fourth. America. Call it what you want, Americana or Ray of Hope. I'll let you and the dum-dums decide. Let's Driving do it. down a major South Minneapolis street last night, Thursday, during rush hour traffic. I'll explain later why I won't name the street. I was pleasantly surprised. Three boys, about 10 or so, were having a lemonade stand. You would first think, no big deal. Well, when the stoplight was red and traffic was backed up, they walked down the passenger side of the curb, selling lemonade through the passenger side window as traffic was stopped. Then they rushed back and forth from their table to get more product and worked as far as they could down the line of stopped traffic until the light changed. When the light changed, they hurried back to fill glasses to be ready for the next red light. They were energetic, smiling, and full of thank yous. These boys were really hustling, and they sold a lot of lemonade. I won't name the street, well, because it's Minneapolis, and somebody probably would turn them in because they didn't have a permit or collect sales tax or follow proper food vendor protocol or because they were walking in the street or whatever. And it was pretty good lemonade. Good job, lads. Gary and Mendota Heights. That's urban Americana, isn't it? Yes, yes. it is. Joe, a bit of Americana in Albertville, Minnesota. Every Thursday evening during the summer, the Alberta, Albertaville... Why am I mispronouncing Albert Albertville. Albertville, I'm sorry. Uh, every Thursday evening during the summer, the Albertville Lions Club in the city of Albertville sponsors a farmer's market and music in the park. There are uh, crowds, bands, the Lions concession trailer. The concert is held at the restored Albertville train depot. There is also a restored Burlington Northern caboose. The Lions paid to restore both the depot and the caboose. Good luck and God bless America, Eric Jensen. I have one really quick. You were mentioning uh, hoodless cars yesterday mm-hmm. for Americana. Mm-hmm. Gene just emailed in, said, Joe, cars without hoods. Uh, yesterday, July 1st, an early model uh, Camaro was in the Brooklyn Park Fleet Farm parking lot, hoodless. Wonderful. Hmm. Uh, uh, Mike writes, this is either a ray of hope or a story of Americana. The floral truck enters the cul-de-sac. The driver gets out and smartly stands at attention and salutes the American flag that I had placed at the corner of the cul-de-sac. Celebration of 4th of July, just as I had placed the flag in the same spot for Memorial Day. Nice. All right. Very good. You don't often see that, do no. you? Do you? Yeah. Not often. Yeah. Not very often. You don't often see that, do you? You don't. No, it's... it's well, I've uh, seen it. But there is an uptick uh, in, <laughs> yeah, in sight. Yeah, I agree. In, it's can, we, can we come back with a 4th of July scramble? Oh, boy, do we ever I, need I would love those. that. I would love that. Do it. Oh, yeah, I don't need it. No. It's party time, bro. Finally. Thank God today is Friday. T-G-T-I-I. Festive meter. Where's it at? It's over half. It's at about three quarters. But you got to go deal with your friend at the airport. Once this music hits, 
It's the scramble! Full throttle! In my veins! <laughs> well, you know where your 4th of July grilling headquarters is. Grunhofer's. Grunhofer's, and the new store is open. I tweeted out photos from a first-hand account from sales guy Jeff that made the trip yesterday to the Forest Lake store. The new location is on the south side of Forest Lake on Highway 97 by the Quick Trip. Make the most of your 4th of July at either location. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 north of Hugo or the new location because it's the best. It's, uh, (laughs) well, it's the burgers and the Wagyu steaks and the ham and the bacon and the meatloafs. And uh, about 142,000 different varieties of brats and the seasoning. Uh, you will love it. You know you'll love it. You've already had it. But if you're having guests, uh, surprise them with Grunhofer's grilling meats that you'll be proud to serve and your guests will enjoy. Have a great 4th of July from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo and Forest Lake. Only. 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 Yep. Only. Because they come to us. All the way from the traveling Lymans. On this date in Minnesota history, July 2nd. In 1679, Daniel Graysalon, the Sieur de Luth, attaches the coat of arms of King Louis XIV to a tree on the shore of Mille Lacs, thereby claiming the land for France. I don't know what the natives thought about that. Right. I don't think anybody calls him King Louis, though, Joe. I think that'd be Louis. Oh, King Louis. King Louis? Yeah. Louis, <laughs> yes. Louis. If you call him King Louis, that's just hyperbole. On July hey, 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> on July 2nd, 1863, at Gettysburg, 262 members of the 1st Minnesota Volunteer Infantry Regiment charged a much larger Confederate force succeeding in slowing their advance, but resulting in 215 casualties, 82% of the regiment. Wow. The next day, the remaining soldiers helped repel Pickett's charge, capturing the flag of the 28th Virginia Regiment in the process. Hmm. Why don't we pay reparations to them, their descendants? No kidding. In 1882, James J. Hill's Hotel Lafayette opened at Minnetonka Beach. Because what we forget is these lakes, White Bear and Minnetonka, they were quite the tourist destinations for people from all over the country, and they had many hotels. Unfortunately, most of them were made of wood and ultimately burned down somehow in some catastrophe. But uh, a lot of hotels around these parts. Mm -hmm. A lot of hotels. You can find one. Yeah. Well, have a great 4th of July, GLers. We gotta have Ray take us oh, out. Oh, I, I think so. We have to have Ray take us oh, out. Yeah. On the Friday before the Fourth of July. I'm gonna be flying my flag. Oh yeah, let's hear it. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Oh beautiful, far heroes proved in liberating strife. I jumped it. America! Mm, America! 
was in school, we used to sing it something like this. Listen here. Uh, tell me now, Ray. Tell me now. Oh, beautiful. Imagine that, a black man telling you when he used to sing this in school. Right. Far amber waves of rain. Far purple mountain majesties. Again, Ray. Sweet America. It's my favorite version. Oh, it's you the know, best. God done shed his grace on thee. He done. He done. He did me crown like the. With what? Yes, he did. What? With what? Heavy brotherhood. Heavy brotherhood. How far? From sea. America. 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 I love you, America. I love you, America. You see, my God, He does shed His grace on thee. You ought to love Him for it. Gotta love Him for it. He, he, he crowned my love. He told me He would. Every brotherhood. All the way. All the way.